Most of the companies are now waking up to the reality that they need to build relationships. Amazon's uh, made that for, I don't know, 20 years already. But more and more retailers and e-commerce companies are waking up to this reality because the e-commerce growth flywheel is about capturing the right data, acquiring the right customers, delighting them so much that they come back and buy again and also they promote you and they become your brand ambassadors and you get gather the word of mouth. Have you ever wondered how do you grow a socially conscious and environmentally friendly e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses, and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tandiono, and welcome to the e-commerce speak podcast. Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce speak podcast. I'm super excited. I have Valentin Radu with me here today. He is the CEO and founder at OmniConvert. And Valentin has built four companies, one that failed and two of them that he has exited. And now with OmniConvert, which is his tech solution he's working on, uh, they have touched the web experience of 200 million shoppers and they are disrupting the e-commerce space on how brands should perceive uh, their growth. And this has been, this has taken a while to get to schedule. So I'm super excited to be, that we're finally here, Valentin. Welcome to the show. Hey, Vincent. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you invited me and uh, hello, everyone. Yeah, so let's get right into this. So for people who are, may not be familiar with OmniConvert or what uh, you're about, can you share a little bit of story of how did you uh, get the idea to start this OmniConvert? Yeah, it's all. Uh, it all started with the pain, you know, no pain, no, no gain. So I was struggling to to make the cut on investing on Google Ads. I was um, uh, having my own e-commerce company. We were selling online car insurance here in Bucharest, in Romania. We were the market leader already, but we were not cutting it. So my friends were uh, laughing at me because I couldn't afford to, the time and uh, the money to to uh, go out with them in the clubs and whatever. So. Mainly, we, we needed to improve our conversion rate and our customer lifetime value. So I was uh, diving into the, uh, digging into our own data, and I've identified that uh, customer research is one of the most neglected things uh, by me. And in the meantime, 10 years afterwards, uh, I can definitely say that it's still one of the most neglected uh, areas. So what is the use to acquire customers that never come back? What is the use to, to pay for traffic if you don't convert it? And that, those are the problems that we are addressing with OmniConvert, uh, uh, with the OmniConvert e-commerce growth technologies. Yeah, that's, ex- that's excellent. Yeah, I mean, from what I know, so like many e-commerce uh, stores, they only focus on like acquiring new customers, right? That's like their main focus. So what tips do you have for them to how can they improve the other areas when it comes to conversions? Like, let's start with conversion first. Then we'll talk about customer lifetime value. Yeah, I I think uh, both of them are touched by the same thing. Uh, You should start by understanding what are 
the jobs to be done by your customers that want to buy your products because uh, every purchase starts with the struggle. So mainly uh, you are not uh, buying uh, a picture. You're buying the idea of having the emotion in that picture and you're not buying a drill machine. You're buying the hole to put the picture in the wall so that your wife is happy about the fact that you remember that nice wedding moment. So at the end of the day is the struggle that makes you act and People don't want to own products. They want to to fill in the jobs, right? So mainly uh, the job to be done is most important to to improve conversion rate and customer uh, lifetime value as well. So you should start by looking at your best customers and identifying what Uh, why they are buying your products and who are your best customers so that you can acquire more customers uh, like the best ones. Because to improve conversion rate, you need to acquire the right fit customers and to improve customer lifetime value, guess what? You need to acquire the right fit customers uh, from the very beginning. So the first tip is know your customers and know the why behind their purchase uh, uh, intention. Mm, yeah, that's that's excellent. So, but how do you actually do that? Like, how do you find out the the why? Do you like yeah. ask them or survey them? You simply ask them. Yeah, it's uh, the, uh, is that saying that questions are uh, uh, making space into the brain for the solution to fall into. So, mainly you you need to a- ask them the right questions so that you can un- understand the why behind their purchase. For instance, let me give you an example from a company that I've worked with. Uh, their name is Hush Blankets. So they are selling weighted blankets. And by doing customer interviews with their best customers, the ones that bought the most and more more repeatedly, they, they've understood why customers were buying their products. And they, they had different jobs to be done. The, the weighted blanket was for people that, that had insomnia, for people that had anxiety, but also for people looking for a, uh, a way to have that cuddling effect when, uh, when they uh, were uh, in their living room, you know? And also, another job to be done was uh, big, uh, people were buying this uh, as a present, as a gift for the ones that they love. So they had the same product with four different jobs. And based on that, they've built different acquisition campaigns, different landing pages, and different onboarding uh, emails. Because once you know this type of, uh, this kind of thing, your customer acquisition cost is going to be the, g- going down because you're going to have a solution for the problem that the customers are uh, willing to solve. So you need to do either in-depth interviews, either website surveys so that you can capture this type of interest from their, from your visitors and then use that data to do uh, better remarketing, better acquisition, better onboarding and to improve the, the things that matter for your e-commerce. Mm, yeah, so what are some of the questions that, that are good to ask to get those, uh, to get those why? Mm-hmm. Sure. So the, the the main tip that I can give here, uh, Vincent, is not to not ask why, because the why question is very intrusive, and people are actually defensive when when they uh, being they are being asked why are you doing this because they have this uh, I don't know uh, memory from their childhood when <laughs> why have you done that why have you done that the other so the idea is to use how and what questions and some questions that are really impactful to ask your visitors. Have you found what you were looking for on our website? And if they say yes, that's great. So uh, you can invite them to purchase. And if they say no, you can ask what they were looking for and they haven't found so that you can improve the either the UI, either the product assortment. Another important question that you can ask is, 
on the thank you page, and this is an undervalued question, on the thank you page, you need to ask what are the uh, the chances to recommend uh, the, the uh, website or the product to their friends or relatives, which is the NPS. And based on the NPS, you have a lot of insights. And another question is, uh, what almost stopped you from buying from us today? And you, you will be able to find the main objection and you will be able to treat that objection on the checkout page because people are asking those questions and some, some are actually making the purchase, some are not making the purchase. And you want to prevent uh, uh, cart abandonment with the right uh, answering by, by, to the questions that customers are asking themselves and you are not there to, to, to respond. So mainly I'm a big fan of uh, this type of questions. And for instance, NPS, uh, we are having NPS in our platform and uh, NPS, you should ask it pre-delivery when the customers are actually buying the marketing that you've done for the product because in e-commerce, you don't have the product at your disposal to see it, to smell it, to feel it. And also you ask the NPS post-delivery when the customers are aware about why they've, uh, they, uh, what is the actual experience. And you need to understand the pre-delivery and the post-delivery. And that makes the expectations gap. If your pre-delivery is high and the post-delivery is low, that means you're over-promising and under-deliver, which is a big no. If your pre-delivery is lower than the post-delivery, that means the expectations gap uh, is filled. And that means you're over delivering on your promise but you need to aim for an nps which is higher than 80 and you need to have at least 10 percent of your customers responding to the nps because that gives you clarity around what you should be fixing at your e-commerce so when you say pre-delivery is that like right after the purchase yeah right in the thank you page exactly ah, because okay. you have the ux you had the user experience and you want to validate hey i Am I giving a bad customer experience because of the website experience or because of the fulfillment delivery or product experience? And that's how you break down the customer journey in two different important moments. Mm, yeah, I love that. I love that advice. Break it down into pre-delivery and post-delivery and that way that you know which is the experience that is that you need to improve on. And so after we gather all of that data and then we, we use that, I, I would say we use that in the marketing message, right? To, to get them to, to buy, more, more, buy more often, right? So how else does uh, OmniConvert uh, help those uh, Shopify brands or e-commerce brands to uh, get more repeat buyers? Yeah, one important aspect is the fact that we empower the e-commerce merchants to realize what's going on with their customers because we are having this automatically uh, way to do RFM segmentation. So RFM, it's uh, being used by Amazon, by the larger, uh, largest and the smartest uh, retailers and e-commerce owners in the market because it allows them to see customers in a different angle. So you have recency, frequency, and monetary value. So with RFM, you'll be able to see what are the customers that have bought most recently, most frequently, and they have the highest uh, monetary value. And by having that, you have the customers that are the best ones, right? Once you understand your ideal customers, you can 
do this type of research that I've talked to you before. And also you can go out there and acquire more customers like the best ones. For instance, if you have the jobs to be done and the RFM segments, you'll understand, are there any jobs to be done by the best customers? And if that's the case, and so you can, if you can give a quantitative uh, metric, like how much of our recurring revenue from our best and most loyal customers is being related to a certain job to be done or to a certain need, right? Because once you know that, you know how to invest your budget uh, into acquiring new customers like the best ones. So that's one way to, to improve the customer lifetime value and the conversion rate. And also another way is to use this type of RFM segments so that you can Put on autopilot, building the lookalike audience is based on your best customers, right? Because we have this integration with Facebook, Instagram, email with Clavio, so that you can build different journeys to customers that are have, uh, having different relationships with your uh, e-commerce. Let's say if you have uh, active customers, you just need to prevent churn. If you have customers that you've just acquired, you need to onboard them differently and you can onboard them differently if they have a high potential, then you can incentivize them differently and you can, uh, let's say, enforce the consumption of the product because nobody is buying a product which they are not consuming. And there are a lot of companies out there shouting to their customers, buy more, buy more, buy more, but they haven't even, I don't know, received the product maybe or used the product so that they can buy more from that brand. So that's, not, uh, that's a big no. And you need to take into account this type of things when you craft your onboarding uh, journeys. And that's something that you can do with uh, our OmniConvert technology. I mean, it's also surprised me, like many people actually buy uh, products and they don't even, uh, some forgot about it or whatever reason that they don't use it. And then the brands, they don't like do anything to like get them to consume it. And if they don't consume it, they're not going to buy more, right? <laughs> so I don't, exactly. I, it's also confusing why they just keep shouting at them to buy more. And so what, what is the, like, the ideal onboarding process would uh, look like for, for e-commerce brands? First of all, you need to understand the job to be done. If you know the jobs to be done and if you tag the customers early on with zero-party data, then you'll be able to craft different journeys for the, for the customers. Let's say if you have... Uh, three, four jobs differently, right? And you have uh, RFM segmentation, like you have customers with high potential at their first purchase and has customers with low potential at their first purchase. So once you map out this type of tags, you'll be able to craft different email onboarding for them. So the welcome emails are going, are, need to be related with the, the, the questions that the customers are asking themselves. Things like, is this going to work? And you add there a testimonial, things with when I'm going to get my order and you give clear expectations on that. How am I going to use the product? And you give clear expectations about and prescriptions about how to use the product. So mainly the onboarding has to, to, to answer to questions that the customers have. It's about the customer journey, not the company journey. Of course, uh, a company which is always looking for a sale is like a, a guy which also... which is always looking for uh, having sex with a lady without actually uh, uh, bringing uh, her into an actual relationship. So you need, you, you need to build up this relationship with your customers and you need to, to deliver on your promise. So another important thing in the onboarding is to look at the purchase cycles. 
It's a thing that we have in Omniconvert Reveal. It's called the average days between the transactions, which is showing you when the customers are able, are the, the ones that are buying again from your brand, when they are placing their second order. So once you know that, you need to calibrate your email and your uh, follow-up uh, ad campaigns based on the purchase cycle. So that's another impactful thing. Don't bombard your customers with discounts once they are not ready to buy. And that's how you mitigate that risk that we've talked uh, earlier, Vincent. Yeah, so I see that there's quite a bit of personalization with all the data that uh, that you're gathering. So like for people who are like getting started into uh, into those personalization, they might not have like so many different uh, segments. What's the best way to get started then? Yeah, the best way to get started is either to build your segments manually or to use a tool like ours. So mainly we are doing automatically all this segmentation. You have them over there, then you can push this type of audience to email, to uh, ads or to your website. So mainly we have all these integrations ready and all you have to do is to ask yourself, what kind of message should I say, should I send uh, to customers that have bought five times from me and their last purchase was made in the last 30 days. Do I want to treat them the same as of the, uh, I treat the others or should I give them a special treatment? And what kind of treatment should I give to those? And other questions, uh, the, uh, another type of uh, uh, campaigns are the prevention campaigns. Let's say you have a, a, a type of RFM segments is called the about to dump you customers, right? So customers that are about to dump you need to be, of course, re-engaged. And how can I re-engage those customers? And it's all a matter of uh, creativity, but also data. We, we are covering completely the data part. So the job of the e-commerce marketeers is going to be to, to, to get into a creative way to persuade their customers and making them come back and actually want convince themselves because the idea is not to convince your customers, but to let them asking them the right questions and giving them the right offers so that they can convince themselves. So that's number one. Number two is to simply do the pre-purchase surveys based on the needs of the product because by only asking them directly, what's the purpose of this purchase, you'll be able to tag the customers and give them, giving them different customer uh, journeys, like crafting, let's say you have three needs for the products, you craft three different landing pages, and that's going to greatly improve your conversion rate instantly. So how does OmniConvert help with, uh, with those like increasing conversion rates? Do, they, do you like uh, track it or is it just like um, finding the, the reason why people buy and then, then it will mm -hmm. feedback to the to the uh, business owner or the marketer that hey there are three different uh, reasons so you need three different landing pages. Yeah, what we are uh, having it's uh, uh, we are covering the survey part. We have also mm -hmm. an overlays uh, solution and we also have a website personalization solution. So instead of building from scratch free landing pages. You can simply tag the customers with the right reason, and if they are coming from a specific reason, you can do this type of uh, uh, website personalization on your existing landing page. So you can change the unique value proposition and the hero image with the what you see is what you get editor. And you can actually build this type of free journeys based on the free reasons. It's not that hard and you can do it without uh, having, I don't know, very advanced technical uh, knowledge. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. I'm curious though, what, is, what do you see like the trends 
in like all these like collecting data because I mean all the e-commerce like Amazon they're all very big into data right and so what's the what do you see like the trends in terms of like gathering data and personalization uh, in e-commerce yeah I think we are uh, getting into a next decade uh, where it's not going to be about clicks and conversions it's going to be about customers and relationships that you've built with your uh, customers so many most of the companies are now waking up to the reality that they need to build relationships. Amazon's uh, made that for, I don't know, 20 years already. But more and more retailers and e-commerce companies are waking up to this reality because the e-commerce growth flywheel is about capturing the right data, acquiring the right customers, delighting them so much that they come back and buy again and also they promote you and they become your brand ambassadors and you get gather the word of mouth. So e-commerce, you need to respect the principles and uh, most e-commerce marketeers are stopping at the first principle, like bring customers, but there's more about it. Bring customers that are delighted about your products and that are coming back to buy again and that are also uh, becoming uh, evangelists for your, uh, for your shop. And I think that's that's the trend that at this moment that's definitely the the trend. If you if you are an e-commerce, identify a niche, resolve that problem, build a community about that problem, interview the customers about how well you are solving that problem, improve your offering, and that's the virtuous loop of uh, e-commerce growth. Mm, yeah, the, the loop is really important. So, who would you say that? Um, that OmniConvert is ideal for? Uh, OmniConvert is, if, if you are uh, in the game of uh, seven-figure e-commerce companies, then uh, you, you must use the, uh, uh, OmniConvert or any other solution that empowers you to do so. I mean, there are many good solutions out there. What we differentiate from any other vendor is that we are having uh, a team that it's actually assisting e-commerce companies and agencies to get the most out of it. We even have an academy around customer value optimization. So we've built a whole academy to train companies into improving uh, customer lifetime value. So that's the ideal uh, uh, customer for OmniConvert. But if you are just looking to do visitor surveys, so you can also use OmniConvert's solution only for uh, for the surveys. The idea is to have enough data so that you can segment uh, your, your customers. And that's why I... I think the best uh, fit is for companies that are having uh, at least uh, seven figure in uh, in turnover. Mm-hmm. So for people who want to learn more about uh, OmniConvert or they're looking to um, use the, um, the, your solution to grow their e-commerce brand uh, or they just want to follow your, your work, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, I'm a LinkedIn person. I'm uh, I'm having a weekly newsletter. So besides running a company of 50 people, I'm also stubborn enough to write a newsletter and an article every Thursday. So you can uh, subscribe to our Omniconvert slash blog. And uh, if we also have a free course for customer value optimization. You can find it on academy.omniconvert.com or for the ones that uh, want to, uh, uh, let's say, go really serious about improving customer lifetime value, we have the... Uh, OmniConvert Academy with the 20 hours uh, uh, course after they will become certified in customer lifetime value. And my prediction is that this is going to be a whole market around CVO, customer value optimization. And we are here to support growth by not 
making Facebook or Google ads richer, but by actually using the customers uh, you already acquired. Yeah, I love that term, customer value optimization. That's that's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Valentin, it's pleasure speaking with you. I really learned a lot from your sharing. Is there any final takeaways or anything that you'd like to share before uh, maybe, that maybe I didn't ask? Um, I think the best uh, thing would be to, to to suggest to other entrepreneurs because I've been an entrepreneur like uh, most of the, the ones that are going to listen to us are. I've been in this struggle. So I think you're going to make it. You just need to look at the data and you just need to be as close as possible to your customers to solve that problem. Uh, because after you do that, you'll see that uh, the leverage of your time is going to be fantastic. So you'll be able to do things and to do those on on autopilot but you you can't do that unless you look at the data and unless you are much more closer to your uh, to your customer because it's all about how valuable is for the customers what you're offering to to them yeah excellent advice and so make sure to go and check out omniconvert i'm going to uh, link up, put in all the links in the uh, show notes so make sure to go and check it out and really appreciate you taking the time uh, sharing all the of brilliant uh, sharing here, Valentin. Thank you as well, Vincent. And uh, thanks everyone for uh, watching. All the best from Bucharest.